1: Yes, it is more breaking news. Welcome back to WIP Midday Show. Here We were ready for that that sounder there. I feel
2: special because this is the first time ever in my whole radio career that I've ever been a part of so much breaking news in one day.
1: I feel like we're on the old school like TV news where it's yes. like breaking news and they go to like the, the local newscast. Well, we do have breaking news here. Uh, according to ESPN, Brandon Graham is returning to the Philadelphia Eagles on a one-year deal, passing up the opportunity to head to free agency. So he doesn't even get there Monday. He doesn't go talk to teams. One-year deal here, you. Up to six million dollars. Brandon Graham returning to the Eagles. Um, I'm happy about this. I, yes! I, I'm happy. Brandon Graham is—he's an Eagle. He's going to pass now. My my uh, my very excited moment here because he's going to pass that the the um, David Akers, for the all-time leader in games played. <laughs> Finally, he's going to pass it. But no, it's
2: it's great news. Brandon Graham had it back. Congratulations to BG man. I'm glad he got it done. I'm happy for him. I really really am. If anybody deserves a contract that he's getting, it's definitely him. And he's going to be able to have the opportunity in his career here in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, and look, I, I don't think that it, I actually look at it, that's not a bad deal for either side. You know, at his age to get six million dollars to be a rotational play, but at the same time, you he had he he made eleven million dollars. I mean, excuse me, he had eleven sacks last year. He I think he could have gotten a multi year deal from somebody.
2: Yeah, he could have. And and you remember we were talking about it, Joe. And I said if they allow him to get to Cleveland, if he goes and visit Cleveland, mm-hmm. he probably won't come back because they're going to throw a lot of money at him, and and they're going to probably not let him get out of town. But Eagles did right by him. They they got him here. He's staying here. Congratulations to BG.
1: Yeah, great news, Brandon Graves. So you can react to that as well. A lot to react to today. Andrew Painter will get to the update there, and, and I think it could potentially be good news for Andrew Painter long term. Obviously, the Darius Slay trade situation. The Eagles have given him permission to uh, seek a trade. And uh, do we have to give Howard Eskett some credit? He was on with this no, today. He,
2: he, he said he was dead on it. He like, was. This
1: is going to happen. He yeah. said that. Howard dope. knew. So maybe not not a, not a dope this week. We'll, we'll give Howard his deal. Good call by Howard 215-592-9494. All ninety four ninety four. All right, back to your all your phone calls. In just a couple minutes, but it is around noon on a Friday. We debuted it last week. You know what it's time for. It's time for a and a
2: Now, okay, this week I have some questions for some, for some listeners to the show. Shout out to the listeners. I'm going to get to those first. But this was a question. Now, I just want to set this up a little bit because I wanted to – I thought about this after we did it last Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way, way to go pick up my son, to, to pick him up from school. And I thought about this. So this in no way, shape, or form has anything to do with what happened last night on, on any other show or anything like that. Okay. This is just a question that I was just curious about. So this is my question for Joe Giglio. Have you ever wanted to punch one of your coworkers in the face?
1: Never. No. Never ne- never wanted to do
2: that. Never, ever, never. ever. Even in light of certain things that have transpired over the last twenty four hours
1: of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh that noise in a minute. In a, a little bit. Never wanted to punch anybody. Um no, no, no. That's that that's that has never been a thought of mine. Okay. I, I don't get it's it's very difficult for me to get angry about anything. I see that. I'm starting yeah. to notice that. Yeah. I'm starting to notice pretty that pretty easy going. So no. Yeah, for me, it's not—it's not
2: that hard. It's <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> gonna be <mean>? violent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, and I'm working
2: on that. I know I can—I have times where I go from zero to sixty in a heartbeat, but I am definitely working that.
1: Way. And I will say before you ask your next question, I think we have a pretty good team here. Like we I, do. I, yeah, and, we and like we sometimes we rip each other. If you know someone who wants to rip one of my takes, that's fine. But uh, no, I've I, uh, never felt that way.
2: All righty then. So this question is from Nick Lucas on Facebook. He asks. He says, "Ask Joe." if He, if he it's, I can't even get it out. Ask Joe if he's ever had a
1: nickname. Yeah, so uh, it's off my last name because my last name like if you, if you just read it you could mispronounce it, right? Some people thought Giglio. it was Giglio. Uh-huh. So I, when I was a kid I was Jigs. That was your nickname? Yeah, people called me Jigs. So I mean it's it doesn't even really fit cuz it's not Giglio, right? Jigs would be kind of the Jigs from that, but I just I that was it. I was I was Jigs.
2: Okay, that's not that's not a bad no. that's not a bad nickname. So my man Dan Johnson asked what is your midnight go-to snack? Cookies. Well, it's... wait a minute, hold up. But they have like eggs and stuff.
1: No, now. no. Again, I, I'm not <laughs>
3: vegan, just vegetarian.
1: No, it's funny today because I, I, thought you, I was going to show this to you if, if the vegan thing came up because I'm, I'm not really vegan. I'm just vegetarian. But I'm eating today a uh, creamy hummus vegetable wrap. That's Christmas. not.
2: That's not. What is hummus? Hummus is like smashed peas, right? Smashed chickpeas.
4: Oh, it's it, delicious! It,
2: it, oh, come on, man. Hummus is good, meat.
4: man. I, I'm not a vegetarian or, or uh, pescatarian either, but man, hummus is pretty good. I've never go had truth. it, so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Well, they have a
1: whole bunch hummus. of different flavors now. Yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm not gonna disrespect. So
1: my vi- my my midnight snack though, is cookies. Like so, but any like any particular? Just cookies? Well, right now, I think I mentioned this last week. We have like I, I might have a hundred boxes of Girl Scout. cookies. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I I recently um. So my daughter sold a whole bunch, but the one part, one this year that didn't sell, I guess, well, they have a gluten free. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, that's kind of like if you're eating cookies, you don't want gu- gluten free. I agree with you. So I've I've eaten a lot. So the toastiers, have you had any this no. year? So toastiers no. like a, Have you had any? I've never heard of that. They're new. They're like they're like fresh toast- whatever time it was eleven. I wanted some cookies, so I I dove into the caramel chocolate chip.
2: Though I think oh, those the ones I was talking about the the sea salt the sea salt caramel. Yes, they sound like they were good. I can look at your face and say they were pretty good. huh? Half
1: the bag was gone before <laughs> yeah. bed. That that's, that's my the, thing. Man,
2: Listen, it's, uh, it's something about sea salt and salty caramel. Yep. Yeah, it's perfect. It just, oh, my goodness, man. That just, that just.
1: And cookies, I, I tend to, if I have one, I have to have like well, it, six that, or seven. That's like
2: the prerequisite for eating cookies. You got to eat like, like at least a row.
1: Well, it's fun. Like, you ever look at the, the back if they show the nutrition stuff? They're like, the serving size is like two or three cookies. Who only like eats who, two yeah, or three? that's th-
2: ridiculous. Yeah. It's even, I think it's ridiculous for you to put the serving size on the back of a cookie
1: box. I agree. I mean, you, you, you can't you're, just you're, eat you're one. smash some cookies.
2: So, <laughs> this is the last one. Dan Schwartz asked on Twitter Would you rather be the judge or the executioner? Ooh, that's a pretty good question. Wow.
1: Um, judge, because then I feel like I could wash my hands of it and not see the... the is that right, the second, carnage? Yeah. I don't think I could do the executioner part. That, you gotta be... You gotta have a dark soul to do that. Well,
4: eh. do you guys... Uh, are you guys Game of Thrones fans? Yes. They. Uh, what, what's the, the phrase they always say? He who passes the sentence should swing the sword.
2: Mm. So so to you're to saying judges Dan's should question, be both? <laughs> yeah. yeah, both.
4: Yeah. You know what
2: my favorite saying from uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones is? I choose violence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one works.
2: I choose violence. That was a great show, man. Speaking of Game of Thrones, did, did you watch? Game I of didn't.
1: Thrones? Joe, I know. It ended, I know. it ended
2: poorly, though.
1: Stop playing. You know, I, I never saw. You know what? If, am I right on that? Was that the last show, like the last water cooler show? Because now everyone seems like no. They, House
2: of Dragons is the new water cooler. Yeah, show. Yeah, but okay. it's a spin-off but, of but, Game of Thrones. Wait a so. minute. The House of Dragons. We we got another year before we even see the yeah, next episode. Yeah, which is which is
1: absurd. The House of Dragons. You need to watch the House of Dragons. I just man. feel like now with TV, people watch it on their own time. Like, they'll DVR it or it's streaming. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to be like The Sopranos, Breaking it was, Bad. It was assignment TV. Right. Like, Monday morning, you'd be talking about it. Yeah. It doesn't work that way with TV anymore. It all depends.
2: It's like some shows that people still talk about. Like, I'm watching Snowfall now. Now, Snowfall is something that 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 is has water cooler talk, especially the beginning of the season of Snowfall. Right like the beginning of the last season, that was a huge talking point where it kind of divided. It was a house divided because, you know, it was a lot going on. I don't want to tell it cause you might want to watch it one time, but it was a lot going on. So it was a house divided, but that's, that's still a water cooler show. Uh. As far as any other show that's water cooler, I can't think of anything well, right now.
4: That's game far- of Thrones, I think, was definitely one of those shows where people were like, "Okay, that's coming on nine o'clock on a Sunday. Like, I'm gonna watch it." Be- but that's that's because it was really good. Mm-hmm. And it was really popular for a time. I tell you another show. I just thought about it. That's a water
2: cooler show right now. The Last of Us.
1: I see people talking about. People
2: that. People talk about that. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, it's gotten a little slow for me. It's because I know, and it's it's from a it's it's derived from a, a comic book. No, excuse me. It's derived from a video game. Mm. But the last couple of episodes, somebody has to explain it to me like a two-year-old because it's just like it's gotten really <laughs> Have you seen the most recent me. one? Yes, I have. Oh, really? oh, So you watch it. Yeah, oh, Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watch it, but it's just like, okay, why Why are we going through all of this? Why are we doing this? And then, like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, yeah. but there was a lot that happened in that last episode. Yeah, it, f- it seems that like- That did not fit. Yeah. It, did not, it didn't make sense, man. It didn't make sense. It seems not like make they, sense. It
4: seems like they kind of just- Abruptly went back from. They had like a couple filler episodes, and then all of a sudden, like, okay, here's this major plot point, yeah, like right in your face, yes. And it was just like, I'm like, now hold up,
2: now. now the biggest issue that I had with, the, and if you since you watched it, Kyle, I'm a talking code, yeah. That only you understand. <laughs> I don't want to mess it up anybody. Else. Good man. But when Buddy was like, like he was hurt, right, yeah. and and for him like to all of a sudden not be hurt like the way like he was hurt, hurt, yeah. Then all of a sudden he ain't hurt. It's, like come
4: on, it's yeah, some, come on dog it's some i think it's an interesting thing that that shows like that have to juggle when it's almost like it's a fantasy genre so you almost have to be like what's cuz like the the whole element of the show is based off of something that's pretty unrealistic yeah so you are all constantly towing the line of like what's too unrealistic for this audience look at joe sit back like he, probably,
2: <laughs> he has no my head is in the
1: spinning <laughs> <laughs> you know we got we got to rank this show yeah i'll watch the show well i mean part of the thing is for the last five years, I've been working at night, right? So I haven't been home to watch TV. You need to start watching more TV. Well, now I'm home. like you, I, I can start diving into some of yeah, these Yeah, we,
2: we need to get you – you need to watch Game of – you need to watch The House of the Dragon. We, what we're going to do is we're going to rank them, and
1: then I'll, I'll start knocking no, them off no. one by well, one. Well,
2: listen, Kyle, he needs to – like when you talk about the hierarchy of shows that he needs to watch, because yeah. I want to see – like I, I need you to watch The House of the Dragon because I want to see your reaction to some of the stuff – that's
4: going on in the house of the Dragons.
1: Is this like wizard stuff, dragon N- stuff? No, it's uh, it's, oh, no, not wizard stuff.
4: There's some sorcery it's some involved. Sorcery. Yeah. It's, uh, some, it's, it's some dragons. Okay. It's everything. I mean, it's definitely. But it's,
1: uh, but but
2: uh, it's it's one aspect of the show that I I just want to get I want to get Joe Giglio's take, <laughs> or you know I'm going think with I, this yeah, don't, you know don't you know I'm going with yep. this. Yep. I need you to watch that, and I need you to give me like at well, at some point and and give me your breakdown of the episode that you watched and what was one of the things in the episode that stuck out to
1: you. It's almost like a time warp. We'll go back in time. It's yes. like I'm watching it now. I'm, I'm doing it now. All right. <laughs> 215-592-9494. We'll do another A next week. Uh, get your questions. Facebook, Twitter, and you'll pick the favorite ones each week to ask me. 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the lines here. Darius Slay, as has the Eagles have given permission to – to seek out a trade, and, and both you and I think it would be not a big deal, not, not a bad thing at all for, for Darius Slade to move on and be on a different team. And we'll get to some potential good news here on Andrew Painter. Drew in Westchester. What's up,
3: Drew? Hey, folks. So I, I called to talk about our uh, slay originally, but uh, I just wanted to say Brandon's my favorite player on the team. So I feel, you know, just a lot better now with that news. I actually teared up a little bit when I read it on Twitter. So I'm just super pumped that he's uh, staying and all, especially with, with some of the culture stuff that we've seen going on over the past couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, Drew, I think it's important uh, for them to keep something, right? Like they're going to lose a lot of players. They lost a lot of snaps or losing a lot of snaps on that defensive side. So now it's like they, they at least they know they've got something there they can rely on with Brandon Graham.
3: Yeah, I think that depth at edge is just super important. So I'm uh, I'm super pumped he's back. Um, on Slay, uh, this is a real ironic topic uh, for me because I kind of went full circle with him. You're midday – predecessors will tell you that I was not a fan when the Eagles originally traded for him I was concerned about him coming from Detroit where you know they had never really won anything after 2020 I actually called him my least favorite Eagle since LJ Smith which I admit is a way over wow wow I was I, I mean, Hugh, I know I think he was a teammate of yours for a year. I apologize. I was not, oh, a, no, huge, I was not a huge LJ fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah. and so then after 2021, Slay, you know, one kind of won me over. And now, you know, we're kind of back a little bit towards the negative and all. I say that all to say, I don't think it would be a mistake um, to trade him, but if they do it, I think time is of the essence because if they move him I'm not just focused on the draft picks I want one of the big three of either Chauncey Hargrave or Bradbury back because I think losing The four of them would just be a big blow to that defense of so how he's gonna do it I think he's gotta you know move quickly and and get this done so they can move some money around
1: uh, Drew, I agree. And, and we had Elliot on earlier. He mentioned he thinks this could happen as soon as Monday, you know, Tuesday when the league year opens. Wednesday, obviously, we're going to be out at McGurk's for Birdstown Hall. Because I, I think it works for two things. One, you're right, Drew. The Eagles need to figure out how much money they have. But Hugh, the other thing is other teams, like they're going to use their cap space. If they have cap space, they need to know, are we giving Slay this money or are we getting somebody else?
2: Yeah. I mean, and it's going to be one of those things where, you know, who, would you be surprised if, if you saw uh, Slay in Arizona? Would that be a, was someone a surprise to you? Well,
1: he did ask him a good thing to say about yeah, Gannon. Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 Or, or sure, maybe sure. Indianapolis. Who sure, knows? who knows? Would you want to say about Painter, Drew?
3: Oh yeah, with uh, with Painter, you know, I'm just uh, I'm just kind of bummed uh, personally. You know, I live in uh, I live in New York, and looking at the schedule, I actually thought his first, if he made the team, his debut could have been at Yankee Stadium. So I was super, you um, just super pumped for, you know, what would have been there. And, yeah, I just, you know, it's just a shame because I thought, you know, a week or two ago the vibes around this team were real good in camp, and I think they're going to be still be pretty good. But I saw, you know, the news this morning, too, that Todd Zelecki reported about Ranger Suarez. Yep. Yeah, Drew, uh, with it's the it... forearm. And I just don't want these injuries to, you know, to get out a snowball here,
1: sure. And, and now it, it's certainly worrying. Drew, we appreciate the phone call. Um, yeah, the Ranger thing. Todd Zalecki, I mean, this is like what the seventh piece of news this morning. Um, th- this one seems like it's kind of mild, but we'll say Ranger Suarez had to come back from the World Baseball Classic he has a strained forearm, which mm. sometimes is a precursor to worse things. So. Injury bug hitting the Phillies here. Let's listen to Andrew Painter talking about the situation we know this morning. Uh, finally, after a full week, the Phillies told us he has a sprained UCL. Here's Andrew Painter this morning. I mean, it's pretty mild. Um, that, that's kind of what we had it as, and, and this is this
4: kind of is something we're, we're going to take cautiously and, and make sure we don't rush anything to, to you know save any,
3: any future concerns. Did you feel anything amiss during that game, or was it just afterwards?
4: No, it was just the next morning, a little tender. You had enough presence of mind, though, to, to report it immediately. I mean, I'm, I'm imagining maybe some 19-year-olds would try to pitch through it, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a long year, and, and it's early. It's on, you know That game was, was March March 1st, so um, early on, I really just want to make sure we, we stay on top of everything, and I feel the best as possible when I go out there on So you got an MRI, right, and, and it, no other testing? That was, that kind of confirmed it? No, yeah, that okay. was good be- you get, a, as far as treatment, like a PRP injection, is anything like that on the table? No, no, no PRP was, was recommended. So uh, what was recommended was just was just rested and, and go those couple weeks and uh, reevaluate that.
1: So there was Andrew Payne this morning, Hugh, talking about this. We, we did get some potential good news. Now, I, I'm not going to pretend to understand all this. I'm, we're not doctors here. But mm-hmm. J- Jeff Passon of ESPN, the baseball reporter, so th- there's apparently different kinds of tears or sprains of the UCLs. Th- there's different ways it can tear. So they, they, they're they calling Painter's a it's a proximal tear, and then he means by that the side that attaches to, to a different part. Here's what you need to know. They did a study on guys that have gotten Tommy John surgery and, and torn their UCL. 17 of the 19 pitchers that have had the same kind of tear that, that Painter has have avoided surgery. Yeah. So it seems like on the scale of, like, UCL issues, this one... Is Not the best like, case.
2: Yeah, and that's what, it, that's what it said. That's what I was reading about this type of injury. It was basically saying that it could go from anywhere from, from a month to two months. Right. So you just want to give him rest. There's no need to rust this young man, especially if you're, you're talking about if you make it worse that he's going to have to have surgery. If you can avoid that at all costs, that's what you do.
1: Yeah, and, and let's be real. They, they, as much as there's hype around him and excitement, he was in the mix to be the fifth starter. Right. They weren't going to count yeah. on him. This is not like Aaron that, Nola, the lead,
2: the lead dog, right? Like that,
1: it's, it's not Zach Wheeler, and and the, and also, and I'm, I know I'm spinning this fully positive. If he pitches this year, it'll be late. I mean, those, I'd rather him pitch in September and October than than pitch in April here. So we'll, we'll see on Andrew Painter, but the news today. He does have a UCL strain. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 592 9494. It's how you hop in. A million things to react to today. The Eagles have given Darius permission to seek a trade. We've talked about that all day. We'll give an update on our Twitter poll here. More people want to keep him than let him go. And the news we got about 20 minutes ago Brandon Graham back, one year deal, up to $6 million. So the Eagles do bring back one of their guys here. Miles is in Overbrook. Hey, Miles. Miles.
5: Yo, what's up, y'all? What's going hey, on? Hey, I'm going to tell you, man. I was listening to this interview that um Slade, did. I forget what where it was. But he was like they know what they need to do to get their to get money free. They just extend my credit but they need to pay me the money.
1: Well, and I mean yeah, I mean what, they they could push money into the future, but obviously they don't they don't want
5: to do sound, it.
2: it. It don't sound like that's what they're trying to do.
5: Right. No, I'm saying when he said that, when I heard that I, I didn't think he was going to be back. When I just because that doesn't sound, that didn't sound like a destination for some for someone to be talking like that, if that's the way they wanted to go.
1: Well, yeah, it, it's you know, Miles. My my take on it was almost like Slay thought he had some leverage here, right? The Eagles need to clear cap space, give me a new contract, and I don't think they're interested in a new contract that pays them a lot of money.
5: Yeah, that, and I, I mean, I, I would want him back for another year, just so he could groom the um the the corners that I'm hoping they bring in bring in this year. But outside of that, I mean, it's time for us to get younger on the day. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind um, the old heads, but Brandon Graham, Brandon Graham is a cool dude. I, that's a cool dude. Where I, I met him, I, I ain't gonna say where I met him, but that's a cool dude, and he play hard. So he got, he's getting what he deserves. But yeah, you know I mean, I don't, I don't think that the old, old go heads all on the defensive squad is is best for the for the um defense. I think we need some young some young talent to be um influenced yeah. in there.
2: I th- I think I think you're on the same page that the Eagles are on. That's what it kind of looks like to me. It looks like they're gonna go with a younger group.
5: And I mean the only thing with that you just gotta be prepared for the bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. Well, in Miles, that's it. There
1: will be. I mean, I think we can all we can all acknowledge that. In Miles, we produced a phone call. You, know, if they have a you know four young players in the secondary, that there will be issues.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.